0: The quarter-final drama continued this evening with another late twist in Lisbon.
1: Angelino pulls it back and the shot is driven and deflected in! And surely that will win it for Leipzig! Tyler Adams hit the shot, it took a huge deflection and flew into the roof of the Atletico Madrid goal! black is beaten, our Atletico Madrid beaten!
0: They were. RB Leipzig make club history. They will face Paris Saint Germain in their first ever semi final next week. Stay with us as we bring you all the reaction from another huge night in the UEFA Champions League. Well, welcome to the official UEFA Champions League podcast, I'm Rob Daly, I'm joined by commentator Steve Wilson and European football expert Chris Parrott, who have watched the action at the Estadio Jose Alvalade. What a game and what a result, a historic night Steve Wilson in the short history of RB Leipzig
2: magnificent performance wasn't it i think they deserved it rob i think they deserved it they were the better side in the first half without getting through atletico came back impressively and credit to them for that Zhao felix seemed to have turned it in their favor but sometimes you just need a little bit of luck to win a game like that and the deflection was the luck that leipzig were looking for and i think they did
3: deserve it as steve said and sometimes when you are the dominant team you do get that slice of luck and i think rob if you look at the if someone said who were the best players on the pitch the majority of your names would be in leipzig colors day at upamecano was perfect at center back um danny olmo was fantastic his opening goal was was terrific um i thought even yusuf Paulson did such a great shift a man who Who signed for Leipzig when they were in the third tier of German football? What a night for him. So Leipzig deservedly threw more Champions League heartache for Athletic.
0: Okay, let's remind ourselves of how this evening's action unfolded between RB Leipzig and Atletico Madrid.
1: Jao Felix, great little one, two. Now, that might be a penalty. Jao Felix goes to ground, the whistle goes. It was a brilliant burst from Xao Felix into the penalty area. Lucas Klosterman slid in to make the challenge, and the referee
2: blew his whistle. The youngster oh. is now going to take it. Here's confidence, 20 years old, back in a city he knows so well. Xao Felix in Lisbon. With maybe the biggest
1: penalty kick of his young life, facing Petter and scores. Keeper went the right way, but Joao Felix finds the corner. It is Leipzig 1, it's Atletico Madrid 1, and we have 20 minutes to play in this Champions League quarter-final. Angelino pulls it back, and the shot is driven and deflected in, and surely that will win it for Leipzig Thailand. Hit the shot, it took a huge deflection and flew into the roof of the Atletico Madrid goal. Old Black is beaten. Oh, Atletico Madrid beaten. There are two and a half minutes of normal time to go. And Tyler Adams, the young American, has scored his first goal in European football. What they want is the final whistle, which goes now. It goes now. And Leipzig are into the semi-final of the Champions League.
0: They did it. The young guns from the east of Germany got it over the line. It was very much an item which you felt we saw the future of the Champions League. 22-year-old Omo, 20-year-old Felix for Atletico levelling, but 21-year-old Tyler Adams, the unlikely hero two minutes from time, and the celebration, Steve, at full-time were lovely to see from the Leipzig players.
2: Uh, I mean, this wonderful dream continues, doesn't it? So many firsts, you know, this, this club is so young, uh, Leipzig had never even played uh, a Spanish side, it's never played Spanish opposition before uh, in their entire history. And here they are, having reached the knockout stages of this competition for the first time this season, uh, coached by a man who's the youngest coach ever to win a Champions League knockout tie when they knock Spurs out in the round of 16. And they go on, and deservedly so. I thought they were brave and they were excellent throughout. Only really rocking for maybe ten minutes after Atletico equalised, and you thought that perhaps the the old Spanish Naus would take Atletico through. Atletico through but uh, you've got to hand it to Leipzig; they've reached the semi-final. It's going to be an extraordinary game. They will play Paris
0: Saint Germain. I did wonder, actually, Steve. I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to collapse, and I just wondered if that. Lack of experience at this level, and I was even thinking of Atalanta last night. I thought it was just going to get in their heads, Atletico round them, and then they—I could just picture Atletico almost scoring late on. In fact,
2: oh, it's what Atletico do, isn't it? I mean, that was the—that was the script, that—that <laughs> that, uh, natural thing. As, as soon as João Felix tucked that penalty kick away, and even Leipzig seemed to half believe that uh, it was slipping away from them, but but they've done it. And they've done it, let's not forget, just naming him one last time without Timo Werner. Well, it it actually brings me very nicely onto a quote I found from Tyler Adams, Chris Parrott, ahead of this
0: game. He says, when you lose a player like Werner, last mention, I promise, it leaves a big hole. It is a huge responsibility for the young players. And in that interview, he was talking at great length about the fact the group is so young. Now, there was a big deflection Mm. on the shot but he played with purpose, got himself into that position and took the gamble, took on the shot, and it ends uh, in the win for Leipzig.
3: Well, you used the word gamble there. Many teams, and we kind of mentioned it in commentary, both teams, you felt it was going to go to extra time, but actually they did gamble, and Angelino went on one more foray forward. He hadn't done it much in the second half, a load in the first half, but there he was, busting a gut to get forward after working so hard. Excellent pullback, and, and, and Adams was... In the right place at the right time, and I'm racking my brains to think of a bigger goal that an American player has scored in the Champions League. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, I can't think of one.
3: I was trying to. Uh, Demarcus Beasley played in the semi-finals, I think, with PSV a long time ago. But what a moment for that 21-year-old, born in in New York, and he's just fired his team off the bench into the Champions League semi-finals. You know. Leipzig are not everybody's cup of tea in Germany, we know that, but the, the recruitment and the story that they've been on since being formed in 2009, to be in the last four of this competition so early, it's pretty extraordinary.
0: You talk about recruitment there. Danny Olmo, will start... Um, we well, going back to his goal now as well, Steve, because fabulous header. The coaches at La Masia when he was at Barcelona described him as a natural-born finisher. They were surprised when he left Barcelona... At such a young age to go to Croatia Um, but for a Spanish international now against Spanish opposition you you feel that goal will mean a lot to him
2: he he took it superbly didn't he I mean it was it, it was absolute perfection because the angles on that were you know, if it was too obtuse, then it's not going in. If it's too whatever the obtuse opposite of obtuse is, <laughs> it's not going in. Uh, and it just snuck inside the far post. He got, he got the gentlest of little glances on it. And um, I mean, that shows, that shows, apart from anything else, you know, the, the, the history of his, of his career shows a, a strength of character as well as, a, a, as an ability, you know, because uh, for a player to turn around at a young age and say, I'm going to leave Barcelona, um, is it, it's unusual, to say the
3: least. Certainly, then, to, to pitch up at Dinamo Zagreb, where he started this season. More than a year ago, he was playing in the Champions League preliminary rounds of this oh, season. Yeah, yeah, You know, it's, yeah. A, it's been remarkable. And that, again, Leipzig are the sort of club who do pick up players from unusual leagues, I guess. It, it doesn't tend to be, they don't tend to... Go out and spend huge amounts of money on, you know, players who, you know, have already played in big leagues. And Danny Olmo is a perfect example of that. I thought he was excellent. And, you know, the best way of taking arguably the best goalkeeper out of the game in Jan Oblak is to score a header like that and then to have a deflected effort. (laughs) There was nothing he could do about either goals, even the great Jan Oblak.
0: Danny Olmo, by the way, was top scorer in his age group in four of his six years at La Masia, the Barcelona. Academy. They clearly rated him there. An unorthodox route to the Champions League semi-finals, um, and you never know.
3: Same as their club, <laughs> though, isn't s- it? Really, yeah,
0: very much so. Um, Chris, what will this mean for RB Leipzig? You mentioned that they're not everyone's bag in Germany. That is widely known, um, but this is a massive step. And I suppose Julian Nagelsmann is one of the chief architects of that.
3: Definitely, I think attracting him to the project even last summer um, w- was huge, really and show just how far Leipzig have come. You know, they haven't been in the Bundesliga for very long. Let no, al- f-
0: uh, fourth season they've yeah. just had, yeah.
3: Let alone in, in the UEFA Champions League for just the second time. They are way ahead of schedule. And this group of players, you mentioned how young they are, is way ahead of schedule. But I, I think already tonight you saw that, not the coming of age, because anyone that watches the Bundesliga knows that Day Upamecano is a sensational player, which is why... He was linked with every top club in Europe, and Leipzig did amazingly to tie him down to a new contract. But how good was he? And anybody who, who didn't know about him after this evening, it was pretty much a perfect display from him. Um, it, he was immense, and they will, they will gain an awful lot from this. And it's a, it's a tie against another team who aren't necessarily everybody's cup of tea in Paris Saint-Germain. But what an opportunity for one of those two teams to reach the Champions
2: League final. And Nagelsmann, yeah, I've, just, I've just Googled this, I didn't know it, but, uh, you know, he's 33, as we know. The youngest coach ever to win the European Cup or Champions League, Jose Villalonga, who was uh, the coach of Real Madrid when uh, they won the European Cup in the inaugural year, in 1956. He was 36 and a half. And, uh, of course, Julian Nagelsmann is, uh, or, or will be, he's just turned, he's just turned 33 so he would shatter that uh, and it's extraordinary to think that he's two games away from doing that
0: yeah a remarkable achievement for Julian Augustman in his debut season they were top of the Bundesliga in January let that slip away Bayern and romped home to another title but um, what it would mean to them to reach the Champions League final very much on at the moment let's let's analyze Atletico first of all why couldn't they get going until Xiao Felix came on, do you think, Steve? Because he, he, he was a difference maker,
2: really. I, I I have to say, I think it's a matter of team selection. Uh, Chris struck on it in the second half. Marcus Urente looked much more effective when he played deeper. Perhaps playing uh, Herrera and urente and Xiao and Koke was, was an error in, in hindsight because he didn't really provide any kind of foil for Diego Costa in the hour or so that Llorente was playing in that position and the moment Jao Felix came on he made a difference I mean obviously he came on when necessity is the mother of invention but he was the invention that they were looking for and uh, I thought he was terrific in that 15 minutes Llorente uh, looked happier in a deeper role and suddenly you felt that the game had swung in their favor they gave the ball away they gave the ball away more than I can remember them doing in probably the whole of the rest of the champions league campaign this season they they were definitely not the atletico that we've come to expect and and you do wonder i think we speculated before the game had kicked off you know whether the lack of supporters to feed off both the energy the positive and negative energy of supporters uh, their fans and the opposition fans perhaps would affect Atletico more than any other side, and and I I, I don't know if it affected them, but they underperformed tonight. I think they'll be they'll will feel that a major opportunity has got away from them. I think
3: the moment where maybe it it, it did affect them is having equalised. You just expected with Jair Felix now on the pitch that they would go on to dominate uh, certainly the next ten minutes at least, but they didn't. They almost seem to fall back into their normal way of playing it's been a debate that's gone on in in spain for a long time you know should diego Simeone's team be evolving to be a little more what's the word a little more attacking he and i actually agree with this call of thought but he he will say no we should just become better at what we have been so good at because it almost took us to two champions leagues they lost in both finals but on a night like this when in all respect to leipzig they were not playing a Barcelona or a Bayern or a Manchester City. They were playing a team against whom they were favourites, but yet they still played in exactly the same almost underdog fashion. And, and it's fine if you win the game, but when you are beaten by a team who probably on paper you should beat yourselves, I think some of those questions will be thrown again at Diego Simeone.
0: I, I, think, I think there was an element as well that... It, Leipzig wouldn't let them settle into any really any kind of rhythm when they did have the ball, and I yep. think that certainly a period at the back end of the first half, where Leipzig just kept turning the ball over. The ball hits Diego Costa. No, we're going to have it back. Campbell would turn turn away with it, um, and I suppose Leipzig in both facets of their game tonight were just brilliant.
3: They were. They were incredibly well drilled by their coach and every single player. I think. Stuck to their task fantastically well, and, and and almost the most impressive thing is, given they, they were the better team, they took the lead deservedly. Lesser teams, having conceded the equaliser, may well have crumbled and think, you know, almost feel sorry for themselves. How have we got in this position? But they went again, I, and they started dominating again.
2: I, I I've just realised that uh, Leipzig had only existed for two years when Diego Simeone. Was appointed the manager of Atletico Madrid. <laughs> yeah. um, Steve, I just I looked that up a minute ago
0: too, and and they were in the fourth tier of German football yeah. when he took over, yeah. and obviously Simeone that year went on to the extraordinary. As, but
2: you know, let let's be careful about writing off Simeone because that that has been done time and time and time again, and he normally he normally has an answer for his critics. Um, but you know, you can't you can't help feeling that they are continuing in this role Atletico Madrid of a sight of of being of being contenders, not champions. Uh, Well, plenty more to come tonight on UEFA
0: Champions League Match Day Live. Um, We're gonna get interviews in as well over the remaining minutes of the show. We can now hear from the match winner, the midfielder, Tyler Adams. Yeah, it was obviously very difficult. Obviously, uh, for the first 70 minutes, it was a close game. Um, so when I came on the game, obviously, I wanted to bring energy and help the team in any way possible. Um, you know, getting your first goal is a little bit unexpected for me. I'm not a typical goal scorer, but I'm happy that I could help the team. I think that today coming into this game, I was told that I wasn't going to start, but I needed to be ready to come off the bench and make an impact. So um, for myself, I had to get myself in the uh, the right mindset to come out and, and help the team in any way possible. But we had a great game plan. Everybody gave everything that they had. You know, Not everybody is necessarily 90 minutes fit right now um, after coming off of a, a three week holiday. So um, we had to be prepared and we were. We're really, really excited. We know that Paris is obviously a great team. You saw what they did yesterday against Atalanta. They have strong players everywhere on the field. So um, we're going to need to match that energy. Now it's about recovering in the right way, um, getting our mentality right, and, and preparing a game plan. But um, we're confident in our abilities, like you saw today. Um, so we're going to bring what we're, we're capable of. 28th appearance, Farby Leipzig, first goal. Do they do media training in school in the United States? <laughs> They're always, I mean, I even think of Pulisic and Western McKinney. They're all such excellent speakers. He's only 21 years of age, but he's just won a Champions League quarter final. And uh, now they take on a Paris Saint man side, Steve Wilson, who Um, have some formidable Mm. players of their own.
2: Yeah, and, um, you know, let's not forget that Paris Saint-Germain are looking to uh, get into the final for the first time. So, you know, we we know that Paris Saint-Germain or Leipzig will be treading new ground. it's an absolutely intriguing one isn't it you just feel that paris have so much more to lose than than leipzig because no one really expected leipzig to do this this season and everybody kind of expects you know for the last what four or five seasons we've been thinking is this the year that paris saint-germain breakthrough? is this the year that they finally achieve what is this all-consuming goal of of continental success to go alongside the domestic success that we almost take for granted Um, so this is it's got to be the biggest 90 minutes in paris saint-germain's history hasn't it
3: definitely i think you know and, and remember pretty publicly the club said our aim is to win the champions league a long long time ago and i wonder what they'll be thinking because I guess the initial reaction will be, I'm glad we don't have to run into Atletico just because you know what you're <laughs> yeah. going to be up against. But then, then suddenly you realise that, again, like against Atalanta, all of the pressure is on them. And, and I, I was just looking at... It still strikes me that this goes to show how strong, given Leipzig are playing the French champions, how strong the France team is that their Upamecano has yeah. not yet played for oh, the can, national Can we team.
0: just say something on Upamecano? I mean, how good was he tonight? It was absurdly good performance. He did
3: everything. Um, His dribbling, his passing, his heading, his tackling. And now he gets to come up against Mbappe and Neymar and Di Maria. And Icardi. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking
0: forward <laughs> to it already. And we'll have it for your match day Live uh, next week. For a recap of what happened between Paris Saint-Germain and Atalanta, download the previous edition of this podcast. But we're now going to look ahead to tomorrow night's quarterfinal. It is arguably the big one of the last eight. And if it has similar drama to the previous two, we'll be absolutely delighted. Barcelona versus Bayern. 19-year-old Bayern left back Alfonso Davies can't quite believe his luck that he's going to come up against the great Lionel Messi.
2: I don't know what to say, but you
3: know, we all know he's Messi. There's not many things haven't been said about him, so coming to the game, I know that, you know, growing up, I used to watch him all the time, and now defending against him is going to be a whole different ball game, but uh, uh, for me, it's just playing my game, you know, changing nothing on my side and just hopefully do my best against him. We know that. Um, he's, he's a great player, so we're not, we're not going to take that away from him. So it's just the best you can do is just try, I guess. You know, the performance we've been putting on, you know, these past, you know, Bundesliga game, this Champions League game, I really think we can go all the way and win this. Um, I have full confidence in the team, full confidence in this coaching staff, and I think uh, we're ready to, to fight.
0: Well, based on Messi's performance uh, the other night against Napoli, you suspect Alfonso Davies will be busy and will face one of the toughest nights of his his young career, but Steve, you're having Bayern for this one as, as favourites.
2: I am having Bayern as favourites. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I just think they look. I, I've got them as favourites for the whole thing. I have to say at this stage, um, I, I think you know Lewandowski is going to be absolutely super motivated um, because you know the Ballon d'Or isn't being awarded this year, and we all understand all understand why. But he will probably feel personally like, uh, you know, he would certainly, obviously, have been in the conversation for that personal award. So to come up against uh, the man who's won it so many times, Lionel Messi, I think he's going to be as if you need extra motivation for a Champions League quarter-final. But I I just think that at the moment, Bayern have more strength, more depth. Um, They have more, they look more organized, they look better drilled, Um, but Barcelona have Messi.
3: I can't remember a game. I know we touched on it earlier in the show, but when Barcelona were been I mean, written off, but were such underdogs for a match, and s- something feels uncomfortable about that. I, I, to- it does. I totally understand why, uh, and I think I'm not sure we learnt a great deal in their win against Napoli. When for, for large parts last week in the second round of their last 16 tie, they they were they were outplayed really, and, and they came up with some moments. If they play like they did there. I have no doubt that, that Bayern will beat them, but there's just something which suggests that if everybody's writing you off, they have so much talent at their disposal that you know Bayern won't be complacent, but they they really they really can't be.
0: Well, they've got they've got Busquets back from a ban, yeah, and they have uh, Arturo Vidal available as well. So it'd be interesting to see, given that the midfield wasn't at its best the other night, who who plays in those positions for Barcelona. Ousmane Dembele also confirmed this evening by Kike and He could feature for a few minutes. Uh, he has trained uh, ahead of the game. Lots of selection headaches. Quite nice ones, in truth, Steve, for, for Kike Setien, yeah, and the Barcelona I, head
2: coach. Yeah, I, I mean, Busquets, I would assume, is a, is a given. I would have thought that he would definitely come in. Sergio Roberto might, might miss out. Um, but, you know, Barcelona are... You just feel vulnerable in a way that Chris is absolutely right. It just seems, it seems strange to say it, but uh, if, if you're thinking about an immovable object when you think about Bayern Munich and Barcelona, you think about Bayern. Um, but maybe Barcelona on their day are still capable of greater heights than Bayern over the course of 90 minutes. And, and um, you know, that, that may, may be the case, but I, I'm thinking eight times out of ten Bayern win this game.
3: I'd agree. I also think, if I, I think back to that Napoli game, and I think how good Gerard Piquet was, and also that, that battle in Germany, you know, Manuel Neuer is still the national team number one right now. There are plenty of people that think that Marc-Andre Ter should be it. He's been immense. I think he's going to have to have a good game, and that's a, a lovely matchup between him and Robert Lewandowski, with the whole of Germany watching on. Might he be the hero for Barca ultimately and not Messi? We shall see.
0: There have been some great encounters between the two clubs in recent years and in their last three knockout meetings against each other. The winner has gone on to win the Champions League, thinking back even to 2014, 15 and 2013, when Bayern beat Barca 7-0 on aggregate. Remarkable into the Yupinkas era, really, uh, at Bayern. Um, predictions then? Not 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Steve? A little two one or a messy um,
2: goal in there right? I, well listen i mean messi's on the pitch so you think barcelona are going to score a goal um i think it'd be a terrific game and um you know it might go into extra time we haven't had one go into extra time both 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 these quarterfinals close have come so close <laughs> yeah. to extra time i i'm gonna say Bayern and buy by and Bayern by a single goal after an extra half hour chris
3: i think Bayern. I think Bayern will win more comfortably than that. I think they will win 3-1.
0: OK, uh, quick look ahead to the other game, Manchester City, uh, Lyon. What do you think City will think at the moment, Chris, about the way that <laughs> the Champions League's gone so far and the fact that, that Paris Saint-Germain, they'll be backing themselves against Lyon for starters and then the Paris Saint-Germain and Leipzig are the potential finalists for someone.
3: Well, I think Pep Guardiola will make the point that uh, Paris Saint-Germain were big favourites against Atalanta and trailed until 90 minutes and that Atleti were big favourites against Leipzig and were beaten and City, I'm sure the players won't think it that we'll beat Leon and and we'll look ahead to the semi-finals but if they do I'm sure the matches they will have watched over the last two nights will tell them that the underdogs are very dangerous
2: And, and let's not forget that um what was it late late 2018 they played in in Champions League uh, Leon won in Manchester against Manchester City yeah. in, in, in a group game. The, the, the second leg was two each in France. Um, you know, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves here and and say you know Manchester City. Uh, against either Bayern or Barcelona because Leon will have something to say about that but clearly City is strong favourite.
0: Okay, Steve, um, let's, uh, we'll have coverage of course for both games on UEFA Champions League Match Day Live. Uh, let's quickly turn our attention back to Leipzig's win against Atletico in the Champions League tonight. We can actually hear from their head coach Julian Nagelsmann who was asked if he expected the game to go the way it did. You cannot expect everything would happen in a Champions League game, but uh, yeah, you, you try to create a kind of a film. Uh, how good the, the game went, in which direction, and uh, yeah, we were very, very happy with the first half. And final third, we were a bit too hectic in some situations and create not that many chances in the first half. But uh, we defend very well, and um, yeah, the first goal I think was a great kind of soccer. Uh, in the final third, not that easy against Atletico to play
3: uh, such a great chance, and uh, yeah, we did it good.
0: He was all smiling, a full-time Julian Ogsman even during that interview. Chris, we've got further reaction to the game as well.
3: Yeah, a very honest assessment from the Atleti captain, Koke. You don't normally hear this from an Atletico man. They were better than us at all times. They were faster and more intense. We couldn't match their intensity. And that is a, a word, intensity, that you normally associate with Atletico.
0: Steve, very quick one. Do you think Leipzig can win the Champions League? They can, but I don't think they will that'll do for me steve thank you very much chris thank you very much for your company as well it's been another brilliant night in the uefa champions league just a reminder to download our review podcast shortly after every champions league match night you can also listen live to every game from eight o'clock central european time in the evening on the official champions league app on uefa.com or on sirius XMFC across north america make sure you join us on Friday the 14th of August as our quarter final coverage continues with live commentary of the big one Barcelona versus Bayern in Lisbon but for now from myself Rob Daly and the rest of the match day Live team it's goodbye
1: Angelino pulls it back and the shot is driven and deflected in and surely that will win it for Leipzig Tyler Adams hit the shot it took a huge deflection and flew into the roof of the atletico madrid goal all black is beaten our atletico madrid beaten what they want is the final whistle which goes now it goes now and leipzig are into the semi-final of the champions league you've been listening to uefa champions league matchday live